All right. Now that Malik's gone, there's going to be some changes to this podcast. Welcome, everybody, to episode one of Simpin' for Megatron. Today's discussion, talking about those sweet, sweet metallic abs. I'm back, bitch! Was that from me being back, or was that at the abs? Both. Oh. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. It's been a while. It's been a long, long time. We went on a two-week hiatus, so let me give you a little bit of insight on that. We decided we were trying to find, um, we were trying to figure out a special guest that could join the podcast, so we decided, let's go dig up Chris Farley's grave. Whoa, so whoa, whoa. So we, we go, and we, we managed to dig it up. We opened up the casket. He screamed, holy shnikes. And then just closed it. So <laughs> yeah, he, you know, he did the bit from one of my favorite bits, of Chris Farley. Like, holy shit, you're beautiful. <laughs> Fuck, I love that bit so much. All seriousness, though, what actually happened was we just got a little busy. Malik went on vacation for a good week. Yeah. And then I, on top of that, had a lot of stuff going on with work. We just didn't have the time to record for that. Like, we were going to get you one last week, but it just didn't work out with our schedule. We, you know what? We didn't feel like it, all right? We didn't <laughs> feel like it. You'll get these podcasts when we're damn well ready. <laughs> <laughs> See, you can't say that because I'm actually sick today, and I'm still trying to give you guys content. So right. oh, I'm pushing through here. Yeah, Tyler's a, Tyler's a freaking simp. That's what, that's what it sounds like Not a me. simp. Just simp. <laughs> I'm a simp for my audience. <laughs> I simp for my audience. Wholesome. Wholesome. I simp. I simp for some of my audience. You know <laughs> you are. <laughs> <laughs> Hit me up. <laughs> but yeah, I'm. I'm gonna give you guys a little bit of fair warning for this episode. I like I said, I am sick. I'm not like, oh my god, I'm like deathly ill type sick. I can still do things. I have done things today, but like. Just got a little bit of throat issue, and it took some NyQuil, so I'm a little loopy, and I'm a little bit of a mix of tired, sick, and also on NyQuil, so should make for a fun episode. Some good, yeah. some good quality content. Yeah, we've, we've got a lot, and I mean a lot to talk about. Yes, we do. Uh, where should we start? I guess I should probably start. Let's talk about my vacation. Well, what was our, wait, hold up. What? So our last episode was recorded roughly, what, three weeks ago? Kind of, I don't know, that's a month. Yeah, it was about three weeks ago, and then that week you went on vacation. Yeah. And then, yeah, so probably, yeah, start out with your vacation. So, this was Malik's uh, vague trip into the abomination before God, the testament to man's arrogance that is Florida. (laughs) The forbidden zone. It's, Florida. It's, it's, you, you don't just walk into Florida. Yeah, Florida. Flor, Flor, Florida's the raid area. <laughs> That's where the high level enemies are. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I, I go to the airport. I, I'm pack. I'm, I'm horrible at packing. God, because I'll, I'll literally pack. It'll be I'll, like we had to be up at like seven o'clock. I was at like I was up at like two o'clock in the morning. Like oh fuck, I need to pack and like fucking pack. <laughs> Luckily, I got it already. Then we 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 drove to the airport. It was me and my family. We went there. Uh, we fucking went to the airport. TSA touched my crotch, so that was cool. Um, so way did too you tell many. Him, did you tell him you could at least take you out to dinner? <laughs> no, <laughs> that's what I like, would do. Why? Because like it's it's first off, they, they are like, TSA are the most like humorless, just like soul crushing people. That's why like, it would be I, funny. Why? They just look you the straight face. Like you gotta take you out to dinner first. I can see you laughing. You gotta take me out to dinner first. You stare at you with the dead eyes. <laughs> just like... fucking slay my head against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we go through. Um, uh, I saw way too many um, guys wearing Top Gun and air- t-shirts in the airport. I'm like, that's not <laughs> funny. You're not clever. You're they not all, funny or all clever. I got up that morning and said, you know what would be funny if I wore a Top Gun shirt to an airport? It's not funny. <laughs> it's it's stupid. They all should. It's they just all- the fact that I imagine at least five of them woke up with the exact same I s- idea. 
I saw more than one, and that was a problem. <laughs> like, <laughs> like uh, we go in the airport, we go, to, we, we land in Florida, really nice, because uh, um, uh, my my um, uh, a relative of uh, mine has a uh, timeshare that we use, so we stayed at this resort, Ooh. and it was really nice. Again, the place is really nice. Uh, again, like we all had was it Orange group. Resort. Uh, actually, actually, it was it was like Orange Lake something. It was Orange. Oh something. shit! I go. I went yeah. there before too. It's a nice place. Yeah, it's it's really nice. Yeah, we stayed there. Um, lot more bugs in Florida than I care for. Like, yeah, wow, it's a, lot of bugs. Of fucking bugs it's a swamp. cesspool of bugs and swamp. But uh, we went. Uh, the, so we went to Florida. Uh, we went to the resort. Uh, it was very nice, very cool. Like we stocked up on food, and we're like, all right. The first amusement park we went to was um, Sea World because you know we gotta go see Sea World. And you gotta go uh, see World. I, I, I fed some fucking seals. I'll tell you what, those seals are fucking pesky. <laughs> like, hey, hey. Fucking feed me! <laughs> I, there was one seal in particular, and her name was Lemon. She would like yell, you like, like constantly to like feed her. And then when you threw her a fish, she would like fucking just like, hey, like wave at you. <laughs> and apparently like, they. Thanks. <laughs> apparently she like, apparently like, they, they did not teach her that. She just started doing that herself to try to get fish, people to throw fish at her. You know, that works. <laughs> that's a quality way to get yourself fed there was a uh, and there was another thing is that they were, they had the warnings because they were a bunch of like birds and shit like you know like the birds hang out near the water that would like try to take the fish out of your hand and shit or like try to like they would literally fight the seals for the fish and shit You're like <laughs> god damn birds are assholes dude they are birds are fucking birds are all right so birds are probably the most suicidal animal i've ever fucking seen <laughs> the amount of times that i have almost swerved off the goddamn road because i thought i was gonna hit a goddamn bird has been and this is just within the past couple of weeks i think they're like extra suicidal right now because like i said i've had so many instances where i've either like started to hit the brake or like kind of dipped a little bit because of a bird flying right in front of my fucking car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if they're birds, on the ground, they just don't move. Yeah, birds, yeah, especially in Florida. Birds are assholes in Florida. Yes, um, they are. We went to, uh, we went to, we walked around SeaWorld for that, saw some fish and shit. We saw some sharks. We saw some, uh, we saw, we went to Sesame World for my little brother and, uh, you know, he, uh, he met, uh, Gro he met Grover and he met, um, fuck, who was the other one he met? Oh, this fuck. looks like a job for soup. It was Grover. It was. Just <laughs> <laughs> the timing on that. So, Grover. But uh, I think it was Cookie Monster, and it was great because like you were supposed to have a picture with them. My brother had a full. My brother, who is like three years old now, is just having a full-on conversation with Grover and Cookie Monster. And the like, kudos to the actor because he just like nodded and waved. Like, my tell me the economics of what's happening here on Sesame Street because I am against gentrification, my friend. That's what I imagine my brother was like going. At. But oh, but guess what? I found out. Guess who was there? And I just missed them at at that place. Gordon. No, Tommaso Ciampa was there with his daughter. Really? Because when I got home and checked social media, Tommaso Ciampa posted the like on Instagram the same exact station I was at with my brother. And I was like, oh, bruh. Oh, man. Bruh. <laughs> I was like, bruh. Bruh. Fucking... <laughs> no. I love how my response was Gordon, like the fucking bald guy <laughs> from Sesame Street. <laughs> there, was, there was a trash can that I wanted to not, because it was like, when I walked down Sesame Street, it's pretty cool because you can go to Mr. Hooper's store, you can go to the laundromat, buy some clothes, there's a Sesame Street clothes. Nice. Um, you can go into like the, uh, you can go to other place. There was a trash can that said, don't knock on the can, and it was right, you know, it was oh. clearly Oscar's can. I didn't get to try it, but I was curious what would happen if I knocked on it. Oh, I man, like, that would have been awesome. Like, Awesome. I was like, damn, like this is that was that you know Oscars have gotta be a Vietnam War veteran. Yeah. I fucking love the one meme of Oscar just staring off in the distance while the fucking <laughs> helicopters. It's are too good. Yeah, it's fucking perfect. I uh um, so I fucking I was gonna say something, I forgot what it was. Continue, because I I'm okay. gonna remember this. 
so uh, and then the Sea World visit is capped off by, of course, the orcas. We go to see the orca shows, and the orcas are. I, I'll tell you, that's a fucking sight to see. Uh, I don't know. I know like California Sea World or like Shamu had, had a problem with like abusing. I don't think they abused them here in the Florida Sea World. <laughs> it would be really depressing if they did, but it was just cool to see like a bunch of big fucking orcas. Like I'm like just like fucking like jumping up and shit. I'm like, damn. <laughs> They're just like they're just fucking like swimming and just like jumping up like they don't weigh no shit. Yeah, I still can't remember what I was there's gonna a, say. There's a really there's a really dark and really fucked up part of me that just went, man, what if that orca just went fucking <laughs> Oh now I remember. What if that orca just went fucking rogue and just <laughs> fucked out? I was like, that's all the fucking trainer. That would be horrible. But like, what if? It, or what if? I'm like thinking, like, man, what if this show just took a dark turn? There's this great bit on American Dad where oh, uh, when Roger buys the orca for Stan. Yeah, and it turns out that it like that it's literally just the fucking sweetest orca like ever. <laughs> and they're like covered in scars too. It looks like it's yeah. There was out. like this kid comes walking up to the bucket of chum and he gets it. He spills it on himself. So they think that uh. They think that the orca is going to come up and eat the child, but he instead just fucking, like, I think he puts him in his mouth, cleans him up, and then puts him back on stage. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it, it was cool to see. They, all, they, they again, like, incredible animals to watch. You got to imagine, like, imagine you're swimming the ocean and just that big fucker's coming at you. You're like, oh, no. Yeah, I'd be horrified. Yeah, or The thing like that gets it. me with the ocean, it's like, I love the ocean. But I also don't love the ocean at the same time. And it's because of the fact that there's so much... Like, people talk about space being so much of a mystery. We don't even know what's in our fucking oceans. I'm just going to say this. Um, we were exploring the oceans, and all of a sudden we decided we need to go check out space. What the fuck did we find? I know, right? We thought, yeah, we need, to get, we need a backup plan to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, seriously. Uh, but yeah, man, the o- ocean's wild. And then we got a glimpse of it, and we got a glimpse of it at SeaWorld. Um... Trying to, anything else happened at SeaWorld? No, that was it for SeaWorld. Um, Since you were talking next... about Sesame Street, I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna enlighten the audience with my impression of Snuffleupagus. Oh God! All right, so Snuffleupagus. Every time he comes up, he just goes, "Hey, bird." <laughs> <laughs> it's just a high pitched Patrick Warburton. Hey, bird. <laughs> That's how he talks. It's just so he's always down. Like, what, what, what's got you so upset, what's, Snuffy? What's the, what's the Big Bird movie that like all, that always gets you? Follow that bird. Follow that bird, and it always it gets a lot of people because it is really sad. He's in like, if I remember correctly, he's in this biker bar, and it's like a really messed up biker bar, and he's trapped in a cage, and he's singing this song about how he's trapped in a cage, and you're just like, oh God God. God damn, this is sad. <laughs> I'm four years old. Why is this so sad? <laughs> Oh my god! But uh, yeah, that 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 was. I apologize. If you guys hear any like? Wa- I'm drinking water, uh, in between this podcast for yeah, my throat. Yeah, because he's sick. So if you guys hear the water, or you guys hear me drinking the water, I do apologize. But uh, I gotta hydrate. Is Big Bird uh, male or female? I assume male. Okay. But I, you know, this day and age, you could change his gender at any point. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, that that's was a really fucked yeah, up. Yeah, that to came say. off like it. I didn't like mean it like Jesus, that. I'm like, sorry. It's not a bad thing. Like, it's not. It's good. not a bad like, thing at all. I'm teach, teach their own. I'm, just, I'm really sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome that to the final horrible. episode. Welcome to the final episode of Hots and Podcast. <laughs> I did not expect it to go this far. <laughs> Big Big Bird is male. Okay, Big Bird. Big okay, Big Bird. At least used to see him pronouns. Um, okay, now moving on from uh, my, that was my time at SeaWorld. We then move on to the second day, which oh, the second day. That's when we went to Hollywood Studios, man. And Hollywood Studios is pretty cool. Um, uh, we it's again, it's probably the more modern um park compared to Disney World. I believe, but it. uh, yeah, it's the but one like, that they spruce up the most with the most shit. Yeah, like, it's got the... I'm pretty sure Hollywood Studios is going to be getting that Avengers HQ once it inevitably goes to Florida. Hopefully. But, uh, so, like, I will say I didn't do much at Hollywood, Florida, because let's just say I was laser-focused, and you'll find out Was why. the Guardians of the Galaxy ride there, or was it still I... the Tower of Terror? It's still the Tower of Terror. Oh, so it's only yeah. California that they did Guardians. Okay. Yeah, a... Also, we had Indiana Jones ride, but uh, I go to... Yeah, that's to... a classic. 
Yeah, I go to um, Hollywood Studios, and the first ride we got on was the Mickey Mouse um, uh, train ride, where it, that was really cool. So essentially, it was like you like you get walked into a movie theater, and like and it plays like a cartoon, like a Mickey Mouse cartoon, and Mickey Mouse and Minnie are off going on a picnic with Pluto, and Goofy crashes the train next to them into the uh, in, into the um, the screen. And Goofy goes, well, gosh, well, and he talks to the attendant there, how about you let them into the cartoon while I'll fix the train? And the, and the attendant's like, oh, okay, Goofy. <laughs> and you literally, like, it's really cool because when Goofy crashes into the screen, like, special effects, like, the wall actually explodes and opens up into the cartoon world. That's and I'm like, awesome. I'm, like, I'm like, oh, shit. And so you walk in, and then Goofy takes you, and, like, Goofy literally, like, takes you onto his train and says, Shucks, it's going to be a great train ride with me Sarah, Sarah Goofy. And what happens is Goofy fucks up and your train gets detached from Goofy. <laughs> and so the entire ride is just mini... It's just Minnie and Mickey stopping their picnic, trying to get to save you from, like, getting fucking, like, <laughs> What if your train got stolen by Pete? No, that would be... <laughs> I think Pete actually shows up. I'm not too sure. I, I can't remember Fucking big-ass Pete just comes in and steals the fucking train. <laughs> <laughs> I took video of it, I'll send it to you. It's a really cool ride, because, like, your car, like, detaches, and you're, like, going, like, flying everywhere. You go through, like, a factory, and you, want, you wind up in, like, Daisy Duck's, like, dance class, and she, like, makes you do ballet in your train car. Oh, God. <laughs> it's really fun. It's really cool. I'm like, damn, like, it's just, like, the animatronics, man, so fucking wild. Yeah. Um, after that, we went to Toy Story Land, which was really cool because Toy oh, Story Land it looked really. The first thing you see, it, it's literally just like it looks like it's just you're in Andy's room. Uh, it's also funny because like everyone is voice acted well, and then I heard Woody speak, and so the, he's the <laughs> first one you see. Woody is just a giant statue there at the start, and when Woody speaks. It does not sound like um, Tom Tom Hanks. It's I will his brother, just say Tim that. Hunks. It didn't even sound like him. Like, it just sounded <laughs> awful. Oh, you my... actually believe that his brother's name is Tim Hongs. Oh, is he? <laughs> oh, shit, my bad. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I wasn't really paying attention to what you said with that. <laughs> his but, name is uh, Tim Hongs. Yeah, like, Rex was there, and Rex sounded, you know, right. But, like, you know, it was all that. And then we got to this, the creme de la creme, the peak of my vacation. When I walked into Galaxy's Edge... It was like, I can't even describe the feeling, man. When you first walk there and you see the droid, like, when I, the way I came in, I, I saw the droid depot and I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. And then I walked further and my parents went, yo, and my parents and my family went, yo, we know this is your thing. Just go. And I was like, bet. And they just let, they just let me loose. And <laughs> I then I saw you it. running freely like, yeah. <laughs> when I dude, when I saw the Falcon, I stopped and I went, "Wow, that's the fuck!" I was like, "I bullshit you not!" Like I just stared. I was like, I said to myself, "That's the fucking William Falcon." <laughs> I was like, "That's the fucking William Falcon." <laughs> your immediate thought was, "Wow, this is a piece of shit." It, yes, I'm not gonna lie. So I didn't think that at first, but like first, I so for I didn't get to ride Rise of the Resistance because God. Damn, that is a really hard ride to get on. Yeah. You have to be ready at like 7 o'clock a.m. to do the virtual queue to join it. And if you miss that, you have to be ready at 1 o'clock p.m. to join the virtual queue. Oh, so man. I didn't get to ride that one. That's that's going to be uh, my next visit. I, that's going to be my goal to get on Rise of the Resistance. But uh, I got on Smuggler's Run where essentially Hondo Naka from Clone Wars, who this now confirms Hondo is alive in the sequel era, hires you to do a job on the Falcon, which he has borrowed from Chewbacca. Uh, you then go on. I got paired with a random group because I was a single rider. Uh, it was me and some other like random girl who was also a single rider, and again, like a group of four. And there's three ro- there's three roles you have to fill. Two people are pilots, two people are gunners, and two people are engineers. I was the engineer in the back, but I still I still saw people I flew the Falcon because I I still like kept the Falcon afloat. Yeah, whatever. you're in the cockpit. Uh, I mean, yeah, like, you're in the cockpit. Um, Honda, you're chasing the ship, and as the engineer, you have to like. How it works, like, you're in the seat, and you look next to you, there's, like, a bunch of buttons and a big red button. And when the lights start flashing, you have to press every flashing button that you see. Oh. And then when you're ready, and then when it's time, Hondo tells you to, like, fire a harpoon. The engineers have to, like, just launch the harpoon and, like, say as soon as Hondo says it. It's so fucking cool. I felt like, I dude, I felt like I was in Star I was like, press the, open the compressor. We got to get the, we got to get the question. Got to look. Like, I was so into awesome. it. And, like, was Star Tours still there? Or was that? I don't that, think like, Star, Star Tours is not there. It's gone. Yeah, they probably took it down Ed. for Galaxy's Edge. It makes yeah. sense. And like, I, I next time I go there, like I don't care who I have to fight. If I'm with you guys, 
I'm being the pilot. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting at the front of the seat. I'm going to hyperspace. I don't want to be a gunner. Do you want to be the gunner? Yeah, it's really cool because you're like chasing a ship and you have to get the coaxium from it. It's so fucking fun. Nice. Um, I I know. Uh, I I walked around. I met two stormtroopers. They told me just move along. <laughs> they said move along. They were sitting in front of Kylo Ren's ship. Were you uh, wearing I, the, your officer's hat at the time? I was not wearing my officer's hat. Uh, I did not buy it yet. I was wearing my regular Kylo Ren Darkness Rises T-shirt. And that's probably so, why they were just like, "You're good." <laughs> he's like, "Move along. <laughs> we don't want. We don't need you here." Um, the the I I so I broke. I actually I said I cut out soda for my dad, but I broke. I had a cheat day with soda. I really wanted to try the Galaxy's Edge stuff, so I got the soda from Galaxy's Edge. It's really fucking cool because it's like it's a ball. Like, it's a ball it's of like Coke, a, isn't it? Yeah, it's a ball. It's like a Star Wars like sci-fi drink cup. Yeah, I was going to ask like, you if you tried that because that yeah, was. It's, it's really just, cool. It's just Coke, but it was really cool to have. I'm like, I'm walking around, I'm walking around by two, <laughs> sipping the Coke. <laughs> I fucking, I fucking drink soda just for that yeah. again. To just I'm for a, that too. Honestly, like you, you don't even have to like. I mean, cutting soda out of your diet is like, you know, you can drink soda. It's just in moderation, you know. Yeah. I'll also tell you this. Um, I, I'm, I'm doing the Droid next time. Cause I, I thought the Droid was four hundred dollars. It's not. The Droid's only like eight. The Droid's only a hundred dollars. I'm like, oh. Yeah, shit, I think you can make better. an actual like big R two D two size one for a couple hundred. I know that. Oh shit! Can you? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I only saw, um, I saw, I only saw like the BB eight, and I saw the uh, R two units. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I might make a BB eight. My partner I know wants to make, um, uh. They want to make um, BB-8, but with R2. They want to make R2-D2, but with BB-8's head. <laughs> That'd be <laughs> that interesting be to see. That would be funny, though. Um, but, like, I yeah, but I, I, that's one thing if I want to do my next. Like, my next visit, I, I'm definitely going to the cantina because I've seen the vid- pictures of it. I'm definitely doing that. And then I'm doing the, uh, I'm doing the, um, the fucking, uh, what the fuck is it? Um, the, the droid building and Rise of the Resistance. Uh Blue milk was disappointing. I'm sorry, this wasn't that good. <laughs> Blue milk was kind of sucked. And uh, I sat down, and I actually, it was really cool though, because I sat down with Blue Milk next to the Falcon, because there was like rest areas next to the Falcon. I'm like, wow, look at me. I'm 23 years old, with a cup of Blue Milk, and uh, Blue, William Falcon's right there. <laughs> look at who, who thought I'd be here. Not me. Uh, not me. I'll tell you what. But um, it was it was pretty funny too, because, and, and as, I'm not going to lie, as I looked closer at the Falcon, I was like, wow. That is a hunk of shit. <laughs> I mean, man, this is a shitty ship. Damn. Uh, try to think. Uh, try anything else? I'm, I'm forgetting about. Oh my god, the actual experience of building the lightsaber. That was, so I'm already lucky. So, so I decided to just go chill at Savi's workshop because I've, I've walked around, I've explored the markets, I've seen all the shits, and I'm like, okay, right, and I'm just gonna chill and wait for my time to build my lightsaber. Time goes around. I'm just chilling. I don't. My time is still like 7:45. It's like 6:30 something. So I'm like, all right, I'll just chill here, like enjoy the scenes of Star Wars and stuff. And someone walks up. It's like, hey, is anyone here a single builder looking to build their lightsaber? And I'm like, I am. Like, well, we actually have a spot open, so you can come in and build your saber early. I'm like, oh fuck yeah! Nice. Like, I didn't say fuck yeah, but I was so excited. So I went up. I paid, and they gave me like a spec. They asked me what kind of saber model I wanted. It was like peace and justice, power and uh, passion, and all that. It's all the stuff from Fallen Order. Did you go through and- the section where you get to meet like? Darth Vader and like Palpatine and they shit. weren't they weren't they weren't doing those because uh, uh, of uh, yeah that makes sense the only, the only ones that were out were the uh, two stormtroopers uh, I'll tell you what I did my mom so when they when my family was there with me my mom asked my mom wanted to see if they could she could find some of the characters so she asked for my brother and she asked like hey like she asked the guy hey like do you know where any of the characters are and like you know Darth Vader and stuff or like stormtroopers and resistance and stuff like that. well I asked like any stormtroopers and resistance and the guy goes it's so funny how in character they are and the guy goes and the guy like goes well if you want to see some of those bucket heads you can go around the corner over there and it's like but I've heard <laughs> tell some resist I've heard tell some resistance agents possibly hiding out over there at the mechanic shop. I'm like, ooh. Like, ooh. <laughs> I was like, ooh, we're all in character. Shit. I was like, that's so cool. Um, but yeah, I chill I, I went in, I told them I wanted to make peace and justice because Jedi for life, Sith or Sith or Edgelords, get get on my fucking face, don't <laughs> at me. Um and they gave me a really cool fucking pin that like does any so show it at like like wear it. I and I'm so glad I got to keep it because it's a really dope fucking pin. I gotta send you a picture of it too. Yeah. Um then when you go through uh, you come into this workshop, and the woman comes up, and she, like, gives you a whole monologue about, like, how the lightsabers work, what they mean, stuff like that, and how important it is to build a lightsaber. And she's also acting like we're hiding from the soldiers, like, we've we got to be quiet because, you know, the stormtroopers are here. we got we got to make sure they don't know what we're doing in here because they'll, they'll take us all the way to the first order. And um, uh, she then – this is – there was two really funny bits of this when I built the 
lightsaber. Um, I think I told you this, but just for the audience and hear it. She starts going through all like, the different colors of lightsabers. She goes, green, wielded by Yoda, Ahsoka Tano, and Qui-Gon Jinn. Blue, wielded by Anakin Skywalker. Luke Skywalker. Well, she said Luke for blue, because, you know, uh, Luke's, like, the main one. She said Luke, Anna, blue, wielded by Luke Skywalker, Anakin Skywalker, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and now our hero, Rey. And then she goes to red, wielded by Darth Maul, Asajj Ventress, Darth Vader, and now Kylo Ren. Purple, Mace Windu. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. <laughs> She's like, that's it. But uh, you, just you one take... badass motherfucker. <laughs> he was one that badass motherfucker. Yeah, but uh, you take it and like you pick your. They they give you a tray. You pick all your pieces out. I went with the emitter that reminded me of Kane and Jarrus's lightsaber. He's my favorite Jedi. And once I put it in there, and like it's so cool. She walks up to me, right? And she she goes around everyone and like asks them something about their sa- their saber. She walks up to me and she goes. Hey, I noticed that you picked uh, that um, part of the saber right there. You know that belong that that resembles Anakin Skywalker's. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it does. And she goes, huh? You know what that means, right? I'm like, no. What does it mean? So we're gonna have to watch you. I'm like, whoa, whoa! Okay. I just want to make a cool saber. Not my bet. It's See, not my fault. When you told me that, I, I, I the audience <laughs> needs to know this. When you told me that um, that part of the story, my reaction. Had she had said that to me, it's just like you know that part's part of Anakin's lights, Anakin's lightsaber. And it's just like yeah, I know. And it's just like we need, to, you know what that means? I got to go kill some children. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see, like, I, found, I just found that funny. I'm like, it's not my fault. The child killer nine thousand just looks really cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. It is just a really nice lightsaber. But uh, yeah, she, but after, but like they put it into the chamber for you, then the which connects it to the blade, then it like lights up, and the thing, the chamber opens up. She goes, "Raise your lightsabers!" And like, bro, when I saw my saber and just saw the bean, I was like, <laughs> it was an emotional fucking experience. I was like, oh, <laughs> like it was just, it was an experience. And after the blade's done, uh, Yoda's force goes, talks to you, and says like, ah, your lightsaber. I'm like, ah. It's Yoda! <laughs> and like, oh my god, that was like that. I had a great time, but like that was the highlight of just my experience. Like, man, it was just it was just so fucking cool. Uh, at, like uh, that was my time at Hollywood Studios. After that, we went to um, Universal Studios, which holy shit, the rides Universal. That was the most rides I went on that day because I did the Transformers ride. Which damn it, I yes. really wish I could have rode that with you. That I was like, the entire the entire time I was on that one. Like, so badly. The entire time I'm on that ride, I'm like, damn it, I really wish I was on this one with. It Tyler. has everything I love: Transformers, Jurassic World. It's yeah. even got Marvel stuff there. I, I I did do the Jurassic World ride actually. I only did the uh, Transformers one really? and the Harry Potter. I, did I the heard the log flume there is fucking incredible. Jesus Christ! I did the Transformers ride. I did the Harry Potter ride. I did the um, Simpsons ride, and I did the um, uh, fucking um, fuck. I'm forgetting a ride. I'm forgetting a ride. My pa- my family did the ET ride because I wasn't really feeling too good. I didn't feel like doing the ET ride. Um, but uh, I'm really surprised that's still there. To be honest with you, the ET ride. Yeah, I heard it sucks. He's riding a bike. I'm like, I, like I'm mad that they bike? got rid of that. For like, they didn't get rid of the back. They got rid of the Back to the Future ride for the Simpsons ride. But you couldn't, you couldn't have fucking gotten rid of ET for the Simpsons ride. Like, <laughs> Back to the Future is way better than ET. I'm sorry to anybody that's an ET fan, but Back to the Future is way better. I rode a one more ride there. I can't remember what it fucking was though. Fuck! What was that ride I got on? There was one more ride I got on. You were like, "Why the fuck can I remember it?" I don't know. The Transformers ride was cool because I it, it, it was again. It's funny. The entire time riding, I'm just thinking, "Man, what would Tyler's reaction be to this?" Because like, it starts off like you're all you're hanging out with this Transformer named Evac, who and it's like it's after the events of Revenge of the Fallen, but it was clearly made as a build up to Dark of the Moon, I think. Uh, Optimus Prime has, has you're the new Nest recruit, and Optimus Prime has recruited you. And he's, sending, he's sending you and Evac to train, and but then later in the and that's pretty much you going through the line, learning like you're getting your training debrief. It's actually a really good bit where Ironhide just goes through all the Decepticons who are on the ride. He's like, "This is Ravage. This is Starscream. This <laughs> is Megatron." I'm like, "Oh, cool." Uh, and then when you finally get on the ride, um. It's like uh, uh, what happens is uh, the Decepticons attack, and you're and you're told to just guard guard the Allspark shard, and uh, then fucking Ravage shows up and gets right in your face, like oh shit, it's Ravage. Then fucking Bumblebee shows up and rips off Ravage's head, <laughs> and just fucking gives you a thumbs up, and then you get out of there. 
Oh my god, it was really cool. You you faced off with Devastator. Um, the whole time, Meg Megatron chases you all throughout the ride. Megatron keeps showing up and keeps trying to grab you. But this Prime is like, no. And then it gets it gets really emotional too, because Megatron just like beats the shit out Optimus in front of you, <laughs> then shoots him several times. Optimus Prime looks at you and just goes, "Protect the All Spark." And then he just gets fucking obliterated by Megatron <laughs> again. Yeah. I can see you going, Optimus, no. It's like pull <laughs> but uh yeah eventually like I, my favorite part of it is when you get fucking launched through the air and fucking starscream shows up and goes going somewhere fucking grapples you and then yeets you through a building the fucking dorito dude himself yeah <laughs> the dorito dude himself and i get pissed off because guess what happens on the ride starscream gets chased off by the fucking military i'm like are you kidding me <laughs> yeah. starscream where's your balls Look, they stayed true to the fucking G1 show where Starscream <laughs> just gets his ass kicked all the time. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, it was really cool. Uh, I, I ended up helping Optimus Prime because Megatron gets, tries to get you one last time. Optimus barely holding on, grabs onto him. Then he goes, no, nah, you can't escape me, humans. And then, like, uh, Evac goes, no more running. Let's go, guys. And then, like, you, like... You together do like an all spark punch to Megatron and like fucking like take out Megatron and you like punch and you kill Megatron and Optimus <laughs> was like thank you Freedom Fighter and as you as the ride ends you see Megatron's corpse lying above you like a actual practical thing <laughs> like oh that's fucking awesome I'm just mad like like it's so like the Transformers area in Universal is really cool I'm jealous you got to fucking see that dope ass statue of Beast Wars Megatron. Tron killing Dinobot. It's so yeah. cool. It's fucking awesome. Oh, I know the other ride I got on. It was the, the Despicable Me ride. That was really cool. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, that's the one. That's the other one I wrote. I got on that. I think that was, that was originally the Shrek 4D ride, if I remember gotcha. correctly. Well, Shrek, Shrek 4D is still there. Oh, is it? Then it was um, it was something else. Did you see uh, did you see the Blue Man Group area? I did not. Cause I didn't. We didn't go all over because I don't know because we didn't get access to like the other part of it. My mom uh, I was gonna go say to the Blue Man Group. Uh, portion of Universal Studios is actually where Nickelodeon Studios was. It's really depressing. Oh. I did see a lot of NXT posters. I saw like WWE I saw WWE um uh, signs. I think I saw um uh, where NXT is filmed or was filmed if they are still being filmed there. They're not filming at Universal, are they? I saw a lot of NXT promotions and I saw a building with the WWE logo on it. Huh. Maybe the so performance center's nearby. Maybe. I'm not too sure. Because NXT usually gets filmed at full sale. Well, not anymore. They're done with full sale. Are they really? Yeah, they're not. They don't do full sale anymore. I remember there was a point in my life where I was contemplating going to college at full sale just that's so I can fun. get free that's, NXT shows. That's funny as shit. I know. That's funny as shit. I was actually legitimately looking into there. I almost applied. I just didn't. Gotcha. <laughs> right, I think is anything. Else? Oh yeah, last part. This is the last bit of my vacation saga. Um, we finally wrapped up with Disney World, you know, because you got to do Disney World when you're yeah. in Florida. Castle and all, man. And I tell you, it's it's a fucking sight, man. And I tell you, this was probably where I was the most tired because it was like it's been a vacation. But man, now have you seen like have you been to Disney World before? That was, was my that first your, time. That was your first time at Disney World. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, it's it. I went there once when I was in second grade, and then I went again back in uh like 2013 ish like no matter what man you see that fucking castle it's it's a sight to behold you know yeah. i'm like damn there it is uh we uh fucking uh, a pair a parade went through and we saw um we saw a couple of the princesses we saw we saw uh who is it so they had jasmine um they they had Merida on from Brave on a horse, and they had like Jasmine and uh, Rapunzel and everyone walking through, and they had like a giant massive float with uh, Cinderella and Belle and and Fairy Godmother and some new princess. Oh, that's cool. Diana was on there. Uh, fucking uh, Belle waved at me, so I'm just gonna say, I attract Disney royalty. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, that was really cool. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I rode Splash Mountain, which wow, the accents on that. That one have not aged well. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's old. also hella creepy. Um, that that drop though is awful. I felt my stomach go. Where am I? Yeah, when that I drop dropped? is really intense. I was like, Jesus Christ, when that drop happened. There's a um, scene in uh, Boy Meets World where uh, Corey and Sean, like Topanga, wins this trip to Florida to to Disney, and Corey wants to get back together with Topanga, so he follows her to Florida. 
and Sean goes with them. And they, they like, obviously they don't have a hotel or anything like that, so they actually sleep in the park. And they slept <laughs> on Splash Mountain. Oh so then God. they're just like, all right, we got our plan down. We just need to get a shower. And then it's like, I need to find a place to get a shower. And then all of a sudden the ride gets turned on and they go down the fucking drop. And oh it's just God. like, well, don't need a shower anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's bad. I got on Thunder Mountain, too. Thunder Mountain was pretty dope because um, it's like a mine type situation. Um, the Peter Pan ride was all right. Kind of fuck, kind of fucking, um, uh, kind of what well, not worth the wait in line though. That line was atrocious for Peter Pan. Oh, uh, really? Haunted, Man- Haunted Mansion was fucking awesome. I love the Haunted Mansion. My, uh, the my, thing my- is with Disney is that they have two different lines. They got the, the main line and then they got the fast pass line. Yeah. But I so many people are fast buying fast. the fast pass nowadays that the fast pass line is just as long as the normal line. Not really. Fast pass was zooming. Oh, were they? Yeah, I saw. They were really <coughs> in the fast pass lane. Oh, shit. But, uh, yeah, and I was just like, damn, and I was just like, but, like, Haunted Mansion was probably the cool, I like Haunted Mansion the most, because, like, it was just a dope atmosphere, yeah. it just looked really cool, you know, like, the, you sat in the dune buggy, and, you know, the ghosts were all around, they take you through, like, the graveyard, my favorite part of that was probably when you go into the ballroom, you just see, like, all, like, the, the, it was, I don't know if they're holograms, it was just, like, the ghosts dancing in the ballroom, oh, cool. and, like, in the fact you could see through them, my biggest, I didn't, my biggest hope was to do Pirates of the Caribbean, but we had, we had to, we, like, we waited too long, and the line was way too long I'm like damn it i really want to see pirates of the caribbean yeah i've never been on pirates of the caribbean which is weird because i love pirates you yeah know? i know i know they've added jack sparrow to it yeah i know yeah. But, didn't, uh, the, yeah. didn't the haunted mansion movie just recently get canceled it already we already had a haunted mansion movie <laughs> uh, no what wait what was the haunted ride that you were just on oh, you said you were? oh that was the haunted mansion there's yeah. a, there's a there's a ride that they were gonna make a movie for after jungle cruise uh Possibly, we'll see. I got, I got. But I heard got canceled. One thing I will never get on ever again, never again. (laughs) I know where this is going. I am never getting on. It's a small world ever again. You cannot pay me to get on that sweet hell. <laughs> no. no, all these dolls stare at you with their dead, creepy eyes, and are just like, eh, "It's a small world." I'm like this is no. This is a no. Yeah, that's probably not good coming off a of Resident Evil Village. My uh, my my brother loved it. He was like, "Wow, amazing!" The whole time I'm like, I'm just sitting <laughs> like, "What in the name?" When you're of young, God? you don't realize, you know, just how creepy it is. Yeah, I'm like, "What in the name of?" I God re- I went this? on that ride once in second when I went to sec- when I was in second grade when I went, and I was really young because I was like eight, <coughs> and I enjoyed it, but I would never go on that ride again. I'll tell you what, the Haunted Mansion also just, like, I like the look of the park, too, the Haunted Mansion just looks really cool, because it is literally just, like, it's just a mansion just there. Just yeah, it's just kind of there in the park, and, and you're just and like, ooh, like, mystery. Like, ooh, it looks spooky. Yeah. Like, it generally feels like an adventure going through Disney, and, like, and then we've capped it off with we experienced Happily Ever After, which is, you know, the fireworks show at uh, Disney Park, and that was incredible, because, you know, they literally, like, highlight, they, they like, put, like, a highlight on, like, the part, they, they shine a projector at the castle, and they play, it basically play, like, a medley of all of Disney's, like, greatest songs, you know, like, we got to see, like, songs from Aladdin, Hercules, we heard Go the yeah. Distance, uh, Friend Like Me, with a giant fireworks display, um, uh, they, they, they were, they didn't do, um, Let It Go, which really surprised me. Um, I was like, oh, wow, we didn't hear Let It Go. Um, I guess it, it's not as iconic of a song as they thought. It's, it's <laughs> iconic. Deal with it. Um, I know. I'm just to... messing. I don't. I don't have any issues with Frozen. We did. A, we, they did Under the Sea. They did. Uh, they did a lot of Disney songs. I mean, they, they did the Moana song, and they just played scenes from the movies on there. They did the Hunchback Notre Dame song. And then uh, they did a great bit with the villains where they had all the villains, like, fucking, like, attacking the castle. Like, Ursula zaps it. You see Scar walking through fire on the castle. And and it's cool. and it was just really dope because, again, like, it's just a, it was just a cool experience to see the Disney castle. Yeah. And, like, and I, I'm, I'm extra thankful for it, too, because, like, my phone died at the time, so I didn't get to record it. But, like, I got to, but still, like, because my phone was dead, I got to just, like, look at it and just experience the moment, you know? <laughs> and, yeah. Like, that was also really dope. Again, it was just a really nice way to cap off, like, a day at Disney with, like, that fireworks display to have, like, the nighttime sky in the castle. And then after that, uh, I don't know if – so I don't know how they did it. So someone told me they had someone on a zip line, but, like, they do an actual Tinkerbell, like, fly over the crowd, and I couldn't – apparently it was someone (laughs) in a suit with a zip line with, like, a light-up suit. I'm like, holy shit, that's a scary-ass job to zip line from the castle over the crowd. Oh my god! But yeah, it was just—it was really fucking dope. And uh, again, like Disney is a soul-crushing, 
horrible shady ass company, but god damn it is there is there do they make some fucking happy memories. Yeah, right. <laughs> fucking um next time you go, you got to check out Downtown Disney. Downtown Disney's the fucking shit, dude. Oh, really? That's like probably one of my favorite areas. They got a huge ass Lego store there, and they got um they got Lego molds outside of the store like there's statues made of Legos. There's a fucking sea dragon in the river. Nice. In there, holy shit! Yeah, it's See, really cool. We got we got pre- we got to plan like a friend like a friendcation. With, like, we definitely do. Friends one of these days and like go down there because like that's the one thing I like spending with my parents. But there are parts I'm like, man, I want to like go out and get like get like trashed in Florida. With my yeah, friend. I'd love that too. Yeah, like just go to go to Disney, just like fuck around with friends at Disney and shit. Just like straight that. up get like, drunk and I, yell at Darth Vader or something. <laughs> you were supposed to be the chosen one, <laughs> Vader. What did you do? Oh God! Um, Disney and Hollywood Studios actually has a Star Wars museum there, where you can see a lot of cool shit. Like I, they had Anakin's pod, they had like actual helmets and shit. Like yeah, had, I saw like, some of your pictures on that. Yeah, it was really fucking dope. You're the fucking one you sent me. This is Anakin's pod. Said now this is pod racing. Now this is pod. <laughs> yeah, now this is pod racing. <laughs> I was like, wow, that is pod <laughs> racing. <laughs> pod racing. Um, it was really cool. Um, I'm trying to think. Um. Anything else? No, I think that's... Oh, uh, last bit from Florida. I went on a Florida fan boat ride, and that was really cool. Didn't feel safe in the area. <laughs> Did not <laughs> feel safe in the area because uh, li- cause, uh, literally, like, I, we go to the fan boat ride to go see some gators, and literally the first thing we see, it's a trailer park. I literally felt like I stepped in the trailer park. Once. Oh, it, no. It was literally just a trailer park. And then the first flag I see is uh, Trump 2024 fuck oh. socialism. And I was like... I'm gonna keep my mask up. I don't think they're vaccinated <laughs> in this area, <laughs> but still, like the people were nice. Who gave us the fan boat ride at least, and we fucking went on the fan. It's dude, like fucking. I so I, Florida's a Florida is is a cesspit, but damn it, the natural parts of it are fucking beautiful. Like yeah. Just like the grass, like the fuck being on like the water and shit, and like seeing like where the gators, where the gators hang out and shit. It was just really fucking dope. Their beaches are really nice. Cocoa Beach and Daytona Beach are fucking awesome. There's a Johnny Rockets at Daytona mm-hmm. Beach as well. When I went there a couple years back, um, it was me, Brandon, you know, my dad, my stepmom, and my other brother. Um, we all went to Daytona beach. We drove like several hours to get there too. Um, me and Brandon got sick of the beach pretty easily because the sand, I will admit is very, very hot there. Like it will burn, it will burn your fucking feet hot. It's cool as it gets everywhere. So like (laughs) we kept looking for places to chill. Um, so we went to Johnny Rockets, man. That place is really fucking cool. There's other Johnny Rockets like obviously out there in the U S but like that was the first time I ever ate there. They had some good food there. They had a fucking, they did a little, um, like an eighties or like, no, a seventies, like disco thing where all the waiters and waitresses lined up. It was cool. I don't, I totally go back to Florida though. I haven't been there in so long. It's hot. That's my only problem with Florida. It's fucking hot. It is. It's very hot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, another thing I forgot to mention. Um, uh, I went to the Harry, how I, how I discovered the Harry Potter, um, zone, which is pretty funny because, uh. We, I, I re- so I knew we were coming up on the Harry Potter zone because I recognized the train station. I'm like, oh, wait a minute, that's King Cross. Like, we should ask the attendant, how do we get to Diagon Alley? And we go up to the woman, well, and my mom goes, excuse me, how do you get to, like, the magic part? And my mom, and she goes, oh, no, buddy, magic. But I heard there's rumors of some weird stuff going on in that red building. And my mom goes, oh, like, Harry Potter world. And, and then the chick goes, who's Harry Potter? <laughs> uh, and we go, okay, we get it. We you fucking it. muggle, let me in. <laughs> 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 I also gotta say this quick before I start talking about Harry Potter. Uh, fuck turfs. Fuck turfs. Obligatory. Just fuck turfs. I don't know yeah. Harry Potter, so that's that's beyond me. That goes right over my head. J.K. Rowling's a piece of shit, so we gotta say fuck turfs now before we start talking about Harry Potter. Yeah, fuck but, her. Uh, but uh, we uh, we go into the red building and we pass. It looks like a regular. It looks like a regular ass red building. You would think, oh, there's nothing here. So we walk through. And then the next thing you hear, you hear a click, 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 like noise, and you see just a giant hole in the wall as you walk around, mm-hmm. and it's just a whole ass like Harry. That you saw the picture I posted. It's just all of that, just the yeah. Harry Potter section. I'm like, holy shit! There's wow, a fucking dragon just... on the roof and it breathes fire and shit. Yeah, I'm like oh wow, they actually really hid this very well. <laughs> you see, I don't remember the hidden access when I went there, but then again, when I went there, Harry Potter World was just like you know just recently built, mm-hmm. but um. I remember just walking into it. I don't remember going through any secret entrance or anything like that like you did. Yeah, it was, it was, it was just really fucking dope. And, uh, yeah, and I got to say, that's probably it for my Florida. I saw some alligators on the boat ride, and they looked mean. I was like, oh, ooh, alligators. 
They are, they're like, I'm going to eat you. <laughs> 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 Leave me alone. <laughs> Man, we learned, spent like a good chunk of the podcast talking about your vacation. My vacation yeah. was just like, it was fun. Had some Talk, good times. Because <laughs> I, I think I just did more than you, you on did. vacation. Yeah. But there's not much to OBX other than going to the beach. <laughs> I'm trying to think what else should we talk about. You want to talk about Spider-Man? Yeah, the No Way Home trailer dropped. And because of that, the the fucking I was telling you this last night, because of the fact that the No Way Home trailer dropped, the uh, the meme has been resurfaced that the deleted scene from Spider Man Two when Alfred Molina says, "If I were a rich man, fucking love that meme." I fucking posted that in one of the Discord servers. Someone, if I was a wealthy, we had a Marvel channel. We have a Marvel channel, and I was just like, I was just like, hey, dude, I was a rich man. I never, 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 never. <laughs> no, what wasn't there one of him doing like fiddle on the roof, but like with the um uh with the with the um the uh, the arms? I don't know. It's, um, I know he did. I think it was him. He just did like fiddle on the roof or something like that. I believe it. But yeah, dude, that No Way Home trailer looks really good. Yeah, um, it does. I'm stoked for it. It's crazy because like. Brandon actually texted me the other day. He was like, so is it because of Doctor Strange's spell that all this is happening? And I was like, it's kind of a little weird. It depends on where it, it takes looks place. Like, it looks like Peter fucked it up. <laughs> like, yeah. That's what, the way like, I'm looking at it is I'm looking at it this way, because obviously Loki, for the events of Loki to happen, it would have had to have taken place in 2012. But then again, they're out no, in an area well, where time well, doesn't so, exist. Yeah, remember, they said time moves there because Loki takes place immediately after Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Or like during the middle of it. Like, no, it takes place. It takes place after. It takes place during the Avengers. No, it takes. No, it takes place during the events of Endgame. Just time moves differently. <laughs> during the events of Endgame, but the time period that they went back to was 2012 during yeah, the first Avengers. Yeah, that was 2012. Then they get taken to the TVA, which is outside of the year 2012. Yeah. It's 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 weird. <laughs> like, it's weird. Re- My theory on it is that like, because obviously there's a theory that all the events happened at the same time and it was just coincidence. But like my theory is that when the timeline split into a bunch of different multiverses, nobody knows that that happened other than Loki and Sylvie. Um, and, and, and all the Kangs coming. And all the Kangs. <laughs> but the thing is, is that with that not happening, the time flow, in, at least in their world, in the regular Marvel Universe... Um, is still going. So I think it's just fragile. And I think what Doctor Strange did was kind of like walked on thin ice and it broke, so oh, essentially. God. That's what I think. It's, 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 I, oh, man, I'm so excited to see where it all leads to. So again, like we know Wanda, there's pot, there's rumors that Loki <laughs> will be in um, Doctor Strange Multiverse Madness as well. Yep. Again, like, I, I don't know. Again, like, it's just so fascinating to see how it all, how it's all going to turn out. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, we got Shang-Chi, and we got, three, we got Shang-Chi next week. We got, um, uh, fucking... I keep forgetting that's coming out next week. Shang-Chi is next week. I'm so fucking hyped for it. Like, it's getting fucking, like, it's it's got a fucking, like, 97 shit. People are saying this is, like, peak Marvel type shit. I'm pretty like, stoked to go see it, but the thing is, I think the reason why I keep forgetting about it is because I got my tattoo next week. Mm, so sense. like I'm more hyped for that. <laughs> God, no, that's understandable. It's tattoo. It's life. Life. Event. I'm so eager but, for um, that. Uh, Shang Chi. next week. Eternals is in November. Spider Man is in December. Miss Marvel and Hawkeye are also later this year. Yeah. So like, there's a lot of Marvel coming. <laughs> there is. Uh, what if has just been fucking incredible? Like I, ooh, I can't. I can't. I haven't watched watch. the past two episodes, I but I will be. Watch those two episodes, man. They're so fucking good. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> again, lots, Suicide lots Squad though. We went to go see that, in, in the time span that it took us to record this episode. Literally my favorite DC movie. Do you want to talk spoilers about it? It's been like what? It's been like a. It's while been a, it's been a couple weeks since the movie's out. If you haven't gone to see it yet, I'm gonna assume that you most likely don't want to see it. Do we? Well, you know, it's there's still a pandemic happening, and also not everyone. That's true. Uh, I'd say if we want, we we'll say that. We, I'll just say we'll give our thoughts. We'll do a spoiler discussion towards like the end of the podcast, so people can still enjoy the content. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I, yeah, I'll say I'll just say this: it's my favorite DCEU movie. It's number one for me. It's it was like, very good. I loved like my number one DCEU movie was Shazam. Su- the Suicide Squad topped it. Like it's my favorite like DC movie. Yeah, Probably might be even my favorite movie this year. Possibly, we'll see. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, uh, again, there's, there's so much happening now. Uh, I just wrapped. I'm, t- I'm like, I'm, I'm again. I'm still reading a fucking bunch too. 
Uh, what was I trying to get into reading? Oh, God, I can't remember what I was about to fucking read. Is that like a stack? I, I wanted to start reading some Lovecraft books again, because I actually really like Lovecraft. Uh, yeah. Shit. I love... Lovecraft is a piece of shit, but I respect it. <laughs> I respect the fact that he made a horror empire on the mere thing... On the mere idea of just going, Hey, guys. Hey, guys. This monster is so fucking scary. Like, dudes, dudes. It's so fucking scary. <laughs> I can't even describe to you what it looks like. And the people are reading like, are, are like, man, this sounds really scary. <laughs> yeah, man, this is actually pretty scary. He's like, bro, it's so wild. I can't even describe to you what it looks like because your brain wouldn't be able to comprehend what it is. And my, and everyone's like, holy shit, that's scary. <laughs> you really went into like a, uh, a Vince Russo I don't know type why of impression there. You've been hey, doing bro, that a lot lately. I don't know why I did that. Hey, bro. Because you know, because I read the Young Bucks autobiography not too long ago, and, I, and they fucking like. They I think you just, you just did that somewhat recently. I remember Adam called it out. <laughs> Possibly, but I was like, hey, I'll never forget reading through that book, and they said the first time they met Vince Russo, he like he was getting a massage, and half of his ass was out. <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, bro, I want you to look like you came from Hot Topic, I." Right? <laughs> and uh, he also apparently when they were in Impact, Vince Russo wanted to break up and make the Young Bucks solo competitors. <laughs> which I'm like, yeah. And they were like, yeah, no. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Vince Russo, not 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 a good book. I, I, I live for the day to see one day when Vince Russo and Jim Cornette are in the same room. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, Jim Cornette and Vince Russo are, are like, we're basically, basically like bookers and shit or like people who like higher ups in the wrestling business who like worked on like making matches. They were managers. They were on some personalities, but they also like they worked on, they worked behind the scenes, made the shows, booked the matches, shit like that. And they have, they are famous in the wrestling world because these two fucking hate each other so much. Like it's, it's really bad. And my favorite line from Jim Cornette in this rivalry has got to be, um, uh, I will literally focus all my health and all of my effort to outlive you just so I can have the satisfaction of walking <laughs> up to your grave and pissing on it. <laughs> like, oh my god. Like, Jesus Christ. I think the best episode uh, of this, so if you want to watch, go watch Dark Side of the Ring if you want to see the Russo Cornette like um rivalry at its best for me because go 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 watch the brawl for all episodes of Dark Side of the Ring because that's fucking incredible. You see just how much Russo and Cornette just could not stand each other. Yeah, <laughs> like Vince Russo, like Cornette, like actually threatens the murder event. Like Jesus Christ, <laughs> so fucking good or so terrible. I mean, but like so entertaining to fucking watch. Sorry, I got distracted there for a second. I'm... All right, I got it. Episode 20 of Hot to Podcast. We will live stream it. Uh, me and Tyler will, will attempt the crate challenge. No. Yes. Tyler, no. we need to do something big for them. You're the one that promised that, not yes, me. Yes, and now we're in this together. No, that is kinda your like the, fault. Like you are going to You're going to live your oh, failure, oh my, my friend. Oh my, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Look, 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 look. We're gonna do the crate challenge. It's gonna be fucking great. If you do it, if you do it, I'll, I'll fuck. I'll get you a, Lena, a Linda Cardellini picture or something. <laughs> that's not gonna do it. <laughs> that's, not gonna, that's not gonna do it. No. Oh my god. We'll, we'll we'll think of something for you guys. Episode twenty. I don't know. <laughs> maybe we won't. Maybe we will. Maybe we'll feel like it. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Uh, oh, I want to talk about this piece of news with you, by the way. Um, did you hear? About that, the kid who was the baby in Nevermind, the album cover, is now suing Nirvana. Yep. Yeah, I was like, wow, and like, I find that I, I don't know. Maybe this, maybe this, maybe this actually has had some kind of like, like crazy, like mental and emotional effect on the guy. But he did get Nevermind tattooed on his chest and was selling the album with his autograph. Yeah. Like I, like I, like I don't want to discount if this actually did put the guy through some shit. Then like I then like I feel bad, but like I like, some like it seems a little off. Like well, the thing like, is, me, is that know? like you know, I can understand like you know the the problems that come from an album like that, but like you know it was the parents consented. It's not even, it's not even if the anything. Album, sue your well, parents. Well, <laughs> well, now, well, now in the lawsuit, it's saying the parents did not consent to this, and I'm like, really? What? I don't, yeah, I don't, like, I don't know if I buy them not consenting to that. Yeah, like, I don't buy, I don't know if I buy that either, to be honest Yeah, like, I, like, I, again, like, I maybe I'm probably wrong, I'm, I'm not, I'm not I may be wrong, I don't know, but, like, I, it's just, 
I feel like there's a lot more to that situation that I don't know. I'm gonna need yeah. to do more research. It just seems murky, you know. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little iffy. Yeah. Uh, try, that's oh, you want to talk about a conflict that took place within Australia? Oh yeah, the Great <laughs> Emu War. <laughs> Go ahead, take take the floor. For some people that don't know, there's there's a little tidbit of history that I was planning on talking about this episode of the podcast you're little talking t- about it now what do you mean i'm planning on you're talking about it now oh uh, yeah i'm talking about it now but like <laughs> this was this was a plan so there was a period after world war ii that australia got into a war with emus and i'm not i'm not kidding like you think this is a, like you know tyler's goofing around doing his shit he's sick he's on fucking nyquil he doesn't know what he's saying no this legitimately happened Check it out on Wikipedia. It's I think it is called the Great Emu War, but like it's so ridiculous because the the thing is is like you're thinking like why would the Australians go to war with the emus? How, you you want to answer me why they lost battles to the emus? Like they legitimately lost battles to <laughs> birds. <laughs> that's it, that's, that's, I said, motherfuckers taking this in the trench. <laughs> they fucking they've unloaded so many rounds of ammo i think one of the battles was like two hundred thousand rounds of ammo launched on these emus and they still had to fall back because the emus <laughs> were just too much <laughs> like it's absolutely ridiculous i want to look this up real quick i'm telling you if there was a if there so the emu war is bad if there was a cassowary war the human race is done. Like, <laughs> cassowaries are like emus on ster- If an emu and an ostrich are on steroids. Like, it's it's not even like... A, like, they would obliterate us. Okay, so this was before World War II. It was actually in between World War One and Two. It took place in 1934. And it was to address public concern over the number of emus said to be running amok in the Champion District of Western Australia. Um, and it's clear, and I'm not making this up. This is what Wikipedia says. The unsuccessful attempts to curb the population of emus, <laughs> a large flightless bird Indonesia, indigenous of Australia, to Australia, employed soldiers armed with Lewis guns, leading the media to adopt the name Emu War when referring to the <laughs> incident. <laughs> While a number of the birds were killed, the emu population persisted and continued to cause crop destruction. <laughs> that was the, what the fight was over. Um, <laughs> let's see here. I wish we had thumbnails for the podcast, like cut every for different episodes. Yeah, I just had three perfect ones for this episode. Here is here's a little tidbit on the first attempt. On, keep in mind, I said the first attempt. <laughs> On November 2nd, the men traveled to Campion. Yeah, the men traveled to Campion, where some 50 emus were sighted. As the birds were out of range of the guns, the local settlers attempted to herd the emus into an ambush, but the birds split into small groups and ran so that they were difficult to target. Nevertheless, (laughs) while the first (laughs) three. The emus did a flash attack! The emus were the face of maneuvers! They did! Um, it says while the first fusillade, fusillade, I don't know how to pronounce it. I know, I know what word you're talking about, though. I, I don't know if we saying it right. We're probably saying it wrong. From the machine guns was ineffective due to the range. A second round of gunfire was able to kill, quote unquote, a number of birds later <laughs> the same day. <laughs> later the same day, a small flock was encountered, and quote unquote, perhaps a dozen birds were killed. They don't know exactly how many birds they killed. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's like watch out, watch out! They're the trees. They're the trees. This is why history is so fucking great. They need to teach this in school. Australia went to war with birds and lost. <laughs> I'm sorry to our one listener in Australia, but goddamn, that is funny. That is really good. The fucking great emu war. <laughs> Oh um, my god! I, I sent you three images that I wish we could use as thumbnails. Check them out real quick. Let me take a look here. The fucking fa- the podcast. <laughs> 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 it's the it's the one of the dude holding the emu by the neck, isn't it? No, it's the one of the emu with the military head smoking a cigarette. <laughs> I'm gonna try my best to describe these pictures that Malik just sent to me. 
the first one is a piece of it's it's two pictures put into one uh, split half and half um it's three battle zones in and it just says the emu war and then it's a picture of an emu with a military helmet on smoking a cigarette <laughs> The second picture is a big, massive trail filled with millions of emus. I shouldn't even say millions. That's hundreds of emus. Um, and then the third one is an old photo of a farmer just strangling an emu. That's that's a fucking dark ass picture. It's like fucking like that's it. That's the equivalent of like a World War One. Two soldiers just fighting in the trench. That's what that's just happening. There's like I need more take... pictures of the emu war. You're not gonna take me alive, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> that I just can't believe that that was an actual piece of history. Oh my god! An employee of mine brought that to my attention last week, and I had to fucking get that out. <laughs> the second attempt after the withdrawal of the military, the emu attacks on crops continued. Farmers again asked for support, citing the hot weather and drought that brought emus invading farms in the thousands. James Mitchell, the premier of western australia lent his strong support to re- to renewal of the military assistance at the same time a report from the base commander was issued that indicated 300 emus had been killed Wait, in there the was a ba- they made bases they, they had to make bases yes. over the emu war Acting on the request in the base commander's report, by November 12th, the Minister of Defense approved a resumption of military efforts. He defended the decision in the Senate, explaining why the soldiers were necessary to combat the serious agricultural threat of the large emu population. Check out. A man went into the Senate building and said, this is why we need to keep fighting these goddamn emus. I sent you one more, uh, two more emo pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I want the emo in the general <laughs> Oh my god. So, the first picture that he sent me we is... Got, for, before, <laughs> go, ahead, go, ahead, go ahead and describe the picture, because that my throat's all good. My throat's all raspy from laughing, but... <laughs> The um the first picture that he sent me is an emu wearing a military outfit. <laughs> like no, no, it's a tie. That's an emu of high command. He's got a fucking tie and <laughs> He's stars. The base commander fucking... for the emu. <laughs> What's his? We have to name this emu. <laughs> oh man, that's a tough one. Because he's like he's gonna be like our hot to podcast profile picture, like that. <laughs> Colonel Longneck. <laughs> Colonel Longneck. There we go. <laughs> And then fucking the second picture is just some guy shooting. It looks like he's about to shoot down an emu that's running full speed. <laughs> looks like some fucking Wiley Coyote and Road Runner shit. The implications that emu saw the barrel gun went, ah, juke you motherfucker. It's like emu's going, not today, you son of a bitch. I'm curious as to how many attempts there were. I'm going back to this real quick. There was only two attempts. Um, thankfully. But here's the aftermath. Despite the problems encountered with the cull, the farmers of the region once again requested military assistance in 1934, 1943, and 1948, only to be turned down by the government. Instead, the bounty system that had been instigated in 1923 was continued, and this was proved to be effective. 57,034 bounties were claimed over a six-month period in 1934. <laughs> By December 1932, word uh, word of the emu war had spread, reaching the United Kingdom. Some conservationists there protested the call as, quote-unquote, extermination of the rare emu. <laughs> I'm just imagining, but like, the way I imagine, it's like we're just, we're just, we cut to the royal palace, and we see, like, a fucking official sealed fucking letter, and it gets to the queen and the royalty, and they're just like, the emus have risen, my, my lady. <laughs> He's like, what, whatever shall we do? <laughs> Somebody Pray. wants to turn it into a musical. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah, it, it says in 2019, a musical adaptation of the story was workshopped in Melbourne by playwright Simeon Ye... 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 Lil, I can't pronounce his last name. And composer James Court. A movie retelling of the events written by John Cleese, Monty Franklin, and Rob Schneider is slated for release in 2022. <laughs> Why Rob like, Schneider? No, okay, no, here we go, here we go. We are now casting the Emu War movie. Okay, 
<laughs> Gary Oldman as the emu war com- as the emu commander. <laughs> Gary Oldman is the emu commander. Fucking Danny DeVito is like the human like against the emu. <laughs> Hugh Jackman has got to be in this as well as like yes. an emu. <laughs> I feel like we got to throw Mel Gibson in there because <laughs> he's been in so many war movies. Is he is he gonna be an emu or is he gonna be a human? Uh I think it would be funnier to have Mel Gibson as an emu. So yeah, emu. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So like that's the thing. That's the thing. Are we gonna be like? Is this gonna be from the perspective of the emus, the humans, or are we gonna like flip back and forth between both? I think we should just flip back and forth on both. Show the All actual right. brutality that this Show war. These brave men going into battle. <laughs> we need to see both sides of the war here, man. I, I, we, we're making this all-star cast. We're getting, like, fucking, like, Nicolas Cage. Yes. Fucking anything. Um, <laughs> He's just so much dead, he would literally do anything. Fucking Christ, man. I'm just, like, think, Jesus Christ. The, the Emu War movie sponsored by Hotza Podcast. <laughs> yeah, we should trademark um, that before yeah. somebody makes it. <laughs> that is a billion-dollar idea right there. It is. There. Is there a documentary on the Emu War? Because I'll gladly watch it. Um, maybe. We could try to find one. I would love to watch that, though. Jesus Christ! I'm I'm still living for the image of oh my God! There's an image of an emu with like fucking fangs. It's like this is the Great Emu War, 1932. <laughs> Man, oh. dude, that is some wacky shit. Oh my God! <laughs> uh. <laughs> when the when the employee that I that that brought that to my attention told me about this, I was like, "Man, Australia was different before they discovered the word cunt." <laughs> <laughs> They they like so they lost a bunch of birds and they apologize to anybody that doesn't like to hear that word. Yes, <laughs> they 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 heard one word. They heard they lost to a bunch of birds and went never again. <laughs> 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 fucking wild. That's a piece of Australian history, everybody. Oh, so fucking good. There was one fucking. There was oh, what was it? Oh my god, my favorite. I, I, did I tell this story on the podcast about like the bear who like was a part of the Russian army? Yes, yes, you did. Oh, okay, gosh, damn it, damn, it. I was really looking forward to telling that during one. during World oh, War Two. Yeah, we brought that yeah, up. Yeah, that was fucking awesome. Because I'm telling what other like animal facts do I know about shit? Um, like I can't think of anyone else, but like honestly, like do we do we want to talk about? But that's a really good place to end on the emu war. Yeah, I think so. That was definitely a great place to yeah, end it. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk about suicide spot from another time. But, like that was really good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, right, everybody. Thank you once again for tuning in. I know it's been it's been a little a little while since we recorded an episode for you, but we are still here. You know, we're still thinking about you guys, um, no, guys, gals, and everyone in between. Uh, you know, we're always thinking about you. Um, no, <laughs> yes, we are. No, <laughs> I am. That's for sure. <laughs> we should do like a hot a podcast emu takeover and like do a hot a podcast <laughs> like emu war like. Just like always sunny with the squad. It's an emu war like fucking event where it's like you have to listen to the podcast to beat back the emus. They got us <laughs> pinned down, soldier. They got us <laughs> pinned down. <laughs> like, fucking Christ. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Thank you always for tuning in. We always appreciate it and we love you guys. We love um, you so much. <laughs> That's awkward. I'm not doing that again. <laughs> to any new listeners out there, feel free to follow us on Facebook. Uh, you know, Twitter posts are pending, but you can follow that too. <laughs> um, yeah, that's about all I, I really have to say. My voice is getting raspier and raspier as we continue talking, so that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you want to add before we sign off here? Um, potatoes are an excellent source of potassium. I don't know if that's true. I it is because we we said on the internet now it is. Okay. Accept my words as fact, audience, and you'll be all the much happier. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, goodbye, everybody.